There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 34 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean fangirl And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 2 of the 12 Monkeys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. They need to stop. They need to stop. They are, wow. They're making me crazy with this back and forth and all these twists and <sighs> I can't. There's so much going on, Steve. And I'm still waiting for us to get, oh my gosh, what's her name from the movie? Oh. She's coming at the very last episode. Yes, of the I know. <laughs> I'm like waiting to hear the name or see something. Oh my gosh. I'm loving these though. So go ahead. Take us into this one. All right. Episode 10, Fatherland. In 2044, Ramsey and Rayleigh go rogue and manage to trick Jones into sending them and Cole to 1961. Once there, they drug Cole and go to East Berlin where they find Kirshner, but are captured by the Mossad agents. Cole enlists the help of FBI agent Gale, and together they rescue Rayleigh, Ramsey, and Kirshner. The group realizes that Kirshner is the member of the army who created the messengers. Gale sacrifices himself to help the others cross the Berlin Wall. In his West Berlin laboratory, Kirshner shows them the word of the witness and reveals the fruits of his research, a young Olivia, who was created using Mantis's ova. Mantis arrives with a group of army agents to take Olivia and Kirshner as killed. As the three time travelers are splintered back to 2044, Cole asks Ramsey to help him stop the army from taking Olivia, but instead Ramsey tears off a piece of the word of the witness which bears the location of Titan. Mantis then inducts Olivia into the army, revealing that the pallid man is Olivia's brother. In 2016, Olivia abandons the army, feeling betrayed by the witness. Back in 2044, a furious Cole has Ramsey and Rayleigh arrested for going rogue. That's a tongue twister right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last episode, when we were talking about it, Olivia really is the pallid man's biological sister, though. Because last time we thought it was just like them saying, it's your brother, it's your sister, like a church kind of thing. Right. But they're actually blood. They actually are, yes. Okay. That's why I was like getting so confused. Um, I don't, I kind of want to start with Olivia. Okay. Because it really surprised me. She was in the wheelchair Mm -hmm. and the pallid man is nowhere to be found this episode. So I didn't know if that was kind of telling at this point because he's either off healing or doing whatever the witness has told them to do. Right. And she's on her own and she is being taken into a building, into a room and being told that it took us a really long time to find this, but we finally have. And she's looking at this and I thought it was just some kind of like torture area. Right. Like I didn't know what to think. 
And then right. she's when you remembered. see the little teddy bear mm-hmm. on the floor. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Is it something like going back to like World War II and it's mm-hmm. where they were keeping people? I had no idea what was happening. But she starts remembering things. And we get more, obviously, when we get to Cole and Ramsey and Cassie. But she's just so upset. And as she remembers what her mother says, that you were bred to be stronger and heal faster, she's able to get up out of the wheelchair. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I thought she had a broken back. Right. But it was pretty amazing. She just got up and she's like, all right, I'm walking out of here. I'm fine. Uh-huh. And at the end, when she goes back to wherever her mother's grave is, she's like, you promised me things and you said I'd see you in the Red Forest, but I'm done with you. Yeah. I was expecting, like, the witness to try to contact her all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But it's like when he cut her out, he or she or whoever, the witness, yeah. cut Olivia out, that she's just lost all belief in everything. Yeah. And I feel like she may end up being a really, really good ally for us. I think that is a very strong possibility going forward. She could turn on the army. Right. Because I was thinking that this was uh, only like one episode left, but there's three episodes. Right. We still got a ways to go. Yeah. So (laughs) I was thinking we were a lot closer to the end. And I'm like, oh, maybe she'll be an ally, but we're not going to really know much. But we got a lot more to go. Yes. Oh, okay. So do you have any more ideas with Olivia, what you think is happening with her? Well, I think a lot of it is that she was so sold on the witness speaking the truth and she did everything right up until that one point Mm -hmm. where things changed, the witness didn't foresee it, didn't adjust for it, and things started going a little sideways for him, she lost her faith. Okay. You know, when, when what you believe proves to be fallible, you definitely start questioning that belief. And I think she's finally gotten to the point where, nope, she's done. This is a theme mm-hmm. with some of our shows right now. You lose faith, you lose focus, and then what happens next kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, like I said, I, I was just excited because it seemed like this could help us. But it's kind of hard because obviously when they show it, 2044, we're seeing the red storms all over. Sometimes they push back, but they're coming in everywhere. So let's jump to 2044 real quick. And keep notes, people, because we're all over the board. (laughs) In 2044, who was it? Deacon? Right. Jones and Whitley go out. Wait, was Jones there? No, Jones Jones wasn't there. Sorry. They're, They're going out and they're looking for, I guess, survivors for camp that were close. And they see a little kid, and, man, that little kid was kind of creepy because they're like, where is everybody? He's like, they're gone. They're all gone. And they're like, come on, that's coming. And they're, like, trying to get the kid to come with them, and the kid turns around and just walks right to the storm. Right. And then just, like, you know, disappears into time. We don't know forward, back, who knows. Yeah. But it disintegrates. (laughs) Yes, it was nuts. And I thought with last episode, whatever they'd done had pushed the storms back far enough Right. That they were okay. And then with everything happening. In the last couple of episodes. Yes. It brought it right back in. 
See, and I was thinking with what happened in this episode with Olivia, it would have pushed it back, too, because I really think she was probably supposed to be something vital right. to the army. Uh, but well, we really didn't see the progression of the anomalies once Cole and team got back. All we saw was Cole saying, lock him up. Well, we kind of. Wasn't Deacon on the roof? Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, and he was like, oh, here we go. Yep, here it comes. But I guess if Cole goes back in time, not back in time, back in the nick of time, let's put it that way, that it might push it out again. I mean, it's crazy because it's going to be all back and forth. He's trying to get to 1957. Thank you. I was going to say 50-something to try to figure out what the issue is in upstate New York. And Cassie and Ramsey were fighting to go to 61, which is when the witness was mentioned and Titan was mentioned. Right. And I don't understand exactly what happened. I mean, they're talking to Dr. Adler, who's the one who programs in the destination. Right. And he seemed like he was like, no, we're doing what we're what Jones had said. But then when they get sent back, they were actually sent to 61. Right. And, I mean, they drug Ramsey and, oh, gosh, i got to keep this straight now. There's too many people. Ramsey and Cassie are in on together. They figure out what's going on. They're there first. They drug Cole. They take him up to the room, leave him in the hotel. They head off to Berlin. How long was he supposed to have been drugged for? (laughs) Because they were already in Berlin by the time he is like awake and is getting help from gail right and that's i mean yeah you could probably catch a red eye from new york to berlin and be there by morning in the u.s so that that wasn't too much of a stretch really back then i mean they had to get passports they had to get their clothes i guess that wouldn't take too too long for clothes but the passports and everything and yeah i mean i guess it was a different time you didn't have to book so far in advance with everything but still it just seemed like they got there really quick compared to i mean how much did they give him and did they assume he wasn't going to wake up in time i'm not i don't i'm sure they knew he was going to wake up i don't think they figured that he would be smart enough to go get a hold of agent gale and be able to get over there in time to do anything i don't know it it was interesting too when gale comes into play because yeah, and he's like, oh, awesome. you don't look like you've aged a day. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, I've known you in a long time. but And Cole's like, what are you talking about? We just met each other one time. And so I did see this. A lot of people were tweeting, oh, does this mean we're going to see him again, that he helped Cole since Cole is, you know, out of order. Right. If we're going to see that him and Gail had a big thing where where Gail helped him at some point in these next few episodes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Will. Cole was supposed to go to 57. Mm-hmm. Well, if Gail's there in 61, he's there in 57. And if and they Cole's don't, you know, this time the they don't know who they're looking for. Right. They just know about what time it occurs. So, yeah, he's going to enlist Gail's help mm-hmm. to try to help figure out, especially now that he did, he's not going to have Cassie and Ramsey there. Right. So, yeah, he's going to need Gail horribly. <laughs> Now, I do have a question, because this was mentioned in the episode that they can only do one trip. 
Now, was that because of the red storms coming in or because they didn't have the power for it? I believe that it was the assumption that the storm would be there before they... Okay. That's what I wasn't sure about. Yeah. Because, you know, when Cole later is like, you know, you messed this up, we've we've run out of time. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously have to send him back. Right. But now he's got to go alone, and you guys are jerks. But it was kind of interesting, too, because when they're in Berlin and Cole and Cole hasn't gotten there yet. Right. But Ramsey and Cassie are there and they get Kirshner. I'm like trying to remember names. Right. Who is none other than, you know, Mr. Matt Brewer, who we have recently seen in another show. (laughs) (sighs) Steve talks about him quite often because there's so many shows on Orphan Black. (laughs) But uh, I thought it was really, really funny because as, you know, they're talking and they get caught by Mossad and they're being interrogated. Right. Say they're not exactly tortured. Yeah. No, not tortured, but interrogated. <laughs> um, Gail had given Cole information, which was everything that they were able to find out about Titan and these people. And it turns out that it was mentioned because of them going back in time. Right. And when Cole gets there and, you know, he, he manages to <laughs> save them because they were probably going to be killed. Right. And he's like, you did this. Uh-huh. You were the reason that the witness is mentioned and Titan is mentioned. The guy knows nothing. <sighs> and then it's just kind of this roundabout, which I feel like we had to expect this to happen at some point in the show. Like, because they go back in time, they find these pieces out in the future. Because they're not in order, though, for them. Right. They don't realize that this is what's happening. And I'm kind of surprised nobody thought about that. Right. But Titan is a thing. Yes, it is. Because we see it both in Cassie's head and on the witness word board. Right. (laughs) That's a weird thing to say, too. (laughs) And if, I mean, really, all right. So Ramsey doesn't help Cole stop Olivia. But why would he just grab the corner and not grab the entire map somehow? Right. Because All that... he cared about was Titan. He didn't care about the rest of it. it... But had he grabbed the whole thing, they would have seen what the, the incident was, too, in right. 57. Or where the hell the witness is? I think there's something with the witness on there other than just, oh, these are my words. You know? Right. I'm sure there is. It was stressing me out. Because I don't understand why he didn't think, okay, yeah, you're looking to go kill the witness in your future. But you can go back to the past and take care of this. Mm-hmm. Like, had they taken out Olivia and her mother, which was, what, Man- Mantis? Yeah. What would they have been able to stop at uh, that point? Everything. I'm like, why weren't you thinking ahead? Exactly. Because all, all they had to do was, I mean, they had the perfect opportunity right there. Right. Ugh. And then we're thinking that the witness has something to do with 1957? Seven, yeah. Why don't you get this in your head? <laughs> I know, wibbly wobbly, but come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cole and Gail, though, I think we're going to, in the next few episodes, it's going to be huge. Yes, I think so, too. I, I really believe we're going to spend the next three episodes in 57. Oh, really? Yeah. 
and we won't know for sure whether the 2044 has been saved or not until season three. Oh, you think we won't know anything until then? I think so. That's I think I, That's up. where I'm thinking this is heading. <laughs> oh, that's messed up if they do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that. I figured that we'd know something because, again, this is one of the shows that are supposedly on the cusp. But I thought this one was doing really well. Oh, yeah. So why would this be on the bubble? Sometimes I think they say these shows are on the bubble, but they're not. Right. Because, like, we had talked about the other sci-fi show, Hunters, which we know is... On the wrong side of the bubble. Right. Because of what's happening with their time slot. But this seems to be having a lot of people talking about it. They're, you know, promoting the heck out of it. I don't... And this is really good. I don't see that this would be on the bubble. But, I mean, I'm not looking at the numbers. Right. Yeah. And with it being on a Monday night, they aren't as good as what they were before. Mm. Now, I still believe their Live Plus 3 and Live Plus 7s are probably still as strong as they were in the previous season. But And, of course, it's you have Killjoys and Dark Matter, mm-hmm. who st- which start next month. And they were probably pulling in about the same numbers, the point one, point two, mm-hmm. as Winona and 12 Monkeys are. Okay. And they announced those two were renewed... After, like, the third episode. I don't know. I mean, I... Yet they haven't announced the renewal of 12 Monkeys and Winona yet. And it's like, really, guys? Um, Yeah, I know a summer shows doesn't have to perform as well as your fall and spring shows do, but these are really both spring shows. Right. You know, they aren't 24-episode, you know, fall through May type of shows, so... I think they I think have really if you good get stories. a point two, you should be very happy. Mm. I think they're getting really good following. Yes, they're having a look- huge, yeah, the the social media is off the charts with these shows. Right, that's what I was thinking. You know, if you have such a huge following with this, I don't know. I think we should have more, but anyway, let's get back to the show and this insanity back and forth. I feel like I missed a bunch of stuff. Well, fortunately, Gail, you know, they they find out that Kirshner's lab is on the other side of the wall in West Berlin. And fortunately for them, Gail thinks he knows a way to get a, get across with, the, you know, where they're the section where they're still building the wall. Mm-hmm. And, of course, fleet-footed uh, Kirshner kicks <laughs> a, a can and makes noise and, of course, gets all the guards... Firing and so Gales sacrifices himself to make sure that Cole gets across mm-hmm. and to find, you know, <clears throat> to find out that Mantis basically gave him the formula to create Olivia and the entire army of the 12 monkeys. I mean, the messengers, mm-hmm. which is weird because she is taking from the past. Basically, in the future, she's taking from the past to give it to the past to bring it to the future. Right. Which was really confusing, <laughs> unless it's just because I'm confusing myself saying it that way. Right. <laughs> which is yeah, it's totally one of those possible. things where yes, you're. It's where's that causal loop? Right. Because you've traveled to the past and you've done something that affects the future. 
I know. And it's like if they couldn't stop Jones that didn't or you know, with what happened, I don't understand why it allowed time allowed this to happen then. Right. I was confused. Like I said, I was probably just thinking way too hard with this particular moment. Oh, God. Anyway. And it, I thought it was really funny that both Cassie and Ramsey, and not more Cassie than Ramsey, just really was shocked that Cole told him to lock him up. Yeah, and then when Cole said to Ramsey, or Cole said to Cassie, that basically it's over for real. All right, we're done. Ah, my heart broke. Yeah, there oh. is no we. Not anymore. Yeah, I just didn't understand either why they seemed so shocked. I mean, he saved you. You set yourself up for this stupid circle. Had you not gone to it, yep. granted, you would have had the, you wouldn't have had the information on Titan, but you would have had the witness done. Right. A few years before that. Yeah. And everything would have been over, supposedly. And everybody should have been back to their times, right? <sighs> no, I still don't think it would have completely reset anything. I think it would, if they're able to stop the messenger from taking out the the next primary, I do think that it will back the anomalies off enough to where they still have some repair to do to before they get to the point where they can actually do one thing and it resets everything. Because mm. even in 2044. The virus did occur, it just occurred later, and because it did, they saved more people, And but they still ends up basically doing the time travel. That's true. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird one to see what they're able to do. Right. Because, yeah, I, I, I don't, the witness killing the primary will, if they can stop that paradox, that will stop the storm. They've still got to figure out, where Titan is and stop the witness. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Uh, so do you think we're going to find out anything about Titan? Yeah. I. If they spend all three episodes in 57, the answer will be no. We won't find out anything. Mm -hmm. Now, if they don't spend all three episodes in 57, then yeah, it's possible. But I kind of think that's... This season was about stopping the witnesses and the paradoxes. Next season will be full-blown, let's get the witness. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I know we jumped all around this episode, much like they were doing with my heart. Yes. So, <laughs> is there anything that you want to cover that I just flew right past? It was interesting that Adler finally brought up his son to Jones. Yes. During that little... uh Tiff? Yeah, I guess you could call it a tiff. <laughs> it was almost like a, a coup d'etat there. Because uh, Adler and Ramsey and Cassie were all in on it, and Jones and Cole weren't. That's true. Oh, well, guys, this episode was something else. And... I mean, I don't know. Do you think Steve's right? Are we going to spend the rest of the season in 57? Are we going to find out about Titan? Are we going to find out about the storms in 2044? Why don't you let us know? Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, on Google Play, on, where are we? On Podomatic. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all over. And check out 
www.fangirlzone.com and let us know what you think. You can also listen to the episode there. But if you're listening, you already know where to go. Absolutely. But check us out everywhere. And like I said, ratings help other fans find us. Tell your friends, and we hope you're enjoying our podcast. You can find my information all over there at fangirlzone.com under the contact link because I am the fangirl. (laughs) And then I have a lot of other people fangirling with me, much like Steve. And Steve fangirls or fanboys about his own thing. (laughs) And you can find Steve all over the interweb. Steve, let them know where they can find you. Right. You can find me on Golden Spiral Media doing Witness Prophecies, an Orphan Black podcast. I also did a triple cast with Corey uh, discussing some Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, You can find me on Southgate Media doing Felix's Helixes, an Orphan Black podcast with Karen that we used to do over on DVMPE. Uh, You can find both Sean and I on the Pod Doctors now that Series 10 is finally underway at filming. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, You can find us on Hollow Nine. I'm doing Wayward Pines with Terry and Jennifer and Sports Night with Rick Wilson and John Morton. All right. And con season is upon us, people. So if you see us out and about, please make sure you come up and say hi and let us know what you want us to talk about. Absolutely. Steve hits all of them down there in Texas, it seems. Mm-hmm. You're uh, in Dallas. I'm there. <laughs> I'm hitting some up in the Chicagoland area, and I'll be hitting Atlanta this year. <sighs> so we want to see you. We want to talk to you. Hopefully we'll have our new uh, jerseys soon. Fingers crossed. Yep. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. You're done, both of you. <laughs> and until next time. <laughs>